but I would say if anybody who is interested, like if you yeah. like spending time mm-hmm. with kids or young people, yeah. you're probably a great candidate yeah. to, to serve as, as a sub. Welcome to Hallway Conversations. We're a trio of educators who have plenty of questions about teaching and learning and school culture, and we believe in the value of reflection and collaboration as we seek to keep growing as teachers. This podcast is our place for thinking out loud together about issues in education and why they might matter to Christian educators. Welcome to the conversation. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Hallway Conversations. My name is Matt Beamers. I'm Abby DeGault. And I'm Dave Mulder. Friends, thanks for joining us. We're always looking for topics of conversation and feedback, so please email us or drop us a line at hallwayconvospod at gmail.com. That's hallwayconvospod at gmail.com. We want to hear from you, and your feedback is important to us. Dave and Abby, I was I was just thinking about a time when I was an assistant principal back in, in British Columbia, and part of my job um, as an assistant principal was finding substitute teachers. Mm-hmm. We, we called them TOCs, teachers on call, and, and <laughs> I like be, that. being a TOC is, is not for the faint of heart. No, um, that's right. There's a lot of joy in the work, but there's just a lot of work in the work, and it's, it's hard work. And I was thinking about this when we had a, um, a substitute teacher who came in and um, just was having a time of it with, with one class, and, and part, of the, part of the work that day was bringing her class to the, to the library. And, and there was these two guys in her class, and they were good friends, and they were just they were there for a good time, not a long time. Sure. I think they ended up having a, a play wrestling match, but it caused a lot of anxiety for our, for the TOC, and, and she wasn't sure what to do. And and for some reason, I was thinking about that and thought about um, her response to that was, well, what do I do? And she just grabbed a cup of cold water and literally threw the water on them, and it just brought them to a stop, partly because no teacher had ever thrown water yeah, on right? them before. And, <laughs> That's so good. Um, and she just calmly asked them to stop and go back, and, and they did. I think part partly out of shock, but but so I was thinking about that story, and then I was thinking about being an elementary school principal, um, and for whatever reason, I needed to step into a kindergarten class for like it was twenty minutes. It was not even twenty minutes, yeah, yeah. Um, and it just made me realize that that work again is like especially teaching five-year-olds and coming in there as, as oh, yeah. even a short-term high son. energy high yeah. energy yeah. and it made me realize a how wonderful there's a special place in heaven for kindergarten teachers yeah. and there's a special place in heaven for people who are willing and able to sub and do a wonderful yeah. job in in kindergarten so so the topic today is about substitute yeah. Teachers are teach mm. teachers on call and just what a gift they are from the Lord. But it's, it's not easy work, and uh, I don't know what what's kind of what comes to mind if I say to you substitute teacher or teacher on call. What sort of things come to mind, Dave? What what comes to mind? I'm laughing because I had uh, when I was a middle school teacher, I had a couple of people who subbed for me fairly regularly, and middle school is not always a place people want to come yeah. as a substitute, mm-hmm. right? Like they're more like third grade. Give me the third yeah. graders, right? Mm-hmm. And, and so I had two people who regularly suffered, but they were so different, right? The one always wanted detailed lesson plans, and, and she would have, like, just tell me exactly what you want me to do, and yeah. I will do those things. And she did, yeah. but I would, like, write in great detail because that yeah. was what she More wanted work for that. to be done. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Totally, totally. Yeah. And the other would be kind of like, oh, you know, just give me a general indication. Like, what's the topic, and kind of where do you hope they'll land by the end of it? Yeah. And, like, ooh, that stressed me out so bad. But the longer I taught, the more I kind of realized both of those are fine. 
fine yeah. approaches, yeah. and and the kids are fine, right? Yeah. I was just so grateful that there's someone who's ready and willing mm-hmm. to step into a middle yeah. school science lab and just mm-hmm. roll with it. And yeah. So it was great. No, for sure. How about yeah. you, Abby? When you I think of that, I kind of think of my experiences. So I graduated in December from Dort, and so I subbed for a whole oh, semester yeah. Yeah. before my first teaching job. You got that first-hand as experience a, as a sub. As yeah. a 22-year-old, 23-year-old, yeah. yeah. Um, and so I, I think of that, right, in all of the different classrooms and the wide variety, not only of subs that you get, but also cooperating teachers oh, yes. and yeah. what you're left with, yeah. right? Yeah. And as a, as a sub, I always appreciated the times when I didn't have to just babysit. Yeah, to have something to actually do. Right. Yeah. So I because that becomes putting out fires of yeah. behavior. Oh, yes. Yep. Because right? the students know that. Absolutely. The students know <laughs> that. Students are not dumb, right? Yeah, and right. I, I was, I'm a high school teacher, yeah. so I usually subbed in high school, yeah. middle school, and they have that figured out pretty quickly, yep. whether right. or not you're doing something of substance. And if there was nothing of substance to do, then it became stop touching that person, stop talking, yeah. stop <laughs> doing, and I, I did not like that. No. That was I not can imagine. fun. Yeah. Yeah, but it was it was fun to see a wide variety of schools and yeah. management styles mm-hmm. and people and and students. Yeah. I yeah, right away when experience. I was thinking as you were talking, I was thinking about Kathy Ekoff in Manhattan, Montana. God bless you. I don't know if Kathy will ever hear this. Thinking about Wilma Vanderleek in, in Surrey, British Columbia. That when I was a teacher, like in a, and and Kathy or Wilma would come into sub. I could always, I could always breathe a little bit easier because, mm-hmm. a, they love students and they wanted even, even as substitute teachers, they wanted to invest in the relational mm-hmm. part of it. Yeah. Yep. And they wanted to invest in the in the learning part of it. Mm-hmm. And so I just, I'm just thinking about them right now. It's like when, um, you know, Will, someone like Wilma or Kathy came in that you left somewhat detailed plans. Mm-hmm. Um, but also that I also knew that the kids could feel from them that they were loved and, and yeah. important. And, and there was just something really cool about seeing a substitute teacher invest in the community mm-hmm. um, and that you knew that emotionally they would, you know, physically, emotionally, they'd be safe, but also that that learning w- would take place. But it's not, but it isn't for everyone, right? right? Like no, I've no. run into, I've run into to teachers who have, who have graduated, who it would be really hard for them to sub because yeah. they want their own classroom and they mm-hmm. want their own space. But I've also run into people who have graduated and said, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to only sub. Like this right. is what but I'm going to do. They're, they're planning for that. Yeah. They, they prefer that. They prefer, Hey, like different things every day. They mm-hmm. prefer not being in their, in their own classroom. Um, I just, I just know for me, it was, I loved having my own, my own mm-hmm. space, yeah. and yet I know young people who are like, no, like this is giving me the flexibility, sure. flexibility well, I want. I'll say that. So my mom was an elementary teacher. Um, that's uh, she as a grad from this institution too, mm-hmm. and she went and taught in California. When I came along, she stayed home with us as kids, and once my brothers were in school, then she became like the go-to yeah. sub lady for right. that local Christian school, and she would teach any grade level, she would teach any content, yeah. right, for that elementary school. And everybody knew Mrs. Mulder because yeah. she taught them all. And right. it was the kind of thing, like, it's a small enough school, it's a big school, but it's small enough yeah. that she was a known quantity and she got to know the kids. for oh, the yeah. kids and for the and for, admin. For the admin, for the teachers, right. that they had a level of trust in right. her, that Absolutely. she was going to do well with, yeah. with these kids. My right? kids have a couple of subs, too, that sub regularly at their schools. Yeah. 
are mm. at their school who they love and who mm. are just a gift to that institution, too. There's one, Mr. Ted, who... Um, Oh, subs for my, for my kids. That's his first name, but yep. he, he doesn't want to be called yeah. Mr. Hangeveld, so they call him Mr. Ted. Hmm. And he had a teaching license years and years ago he hasn't used for a long time, but his grandkids go to my kids' school. And sure. so one of the things he does now in his hmm. retirement is yeah. he comes and subs in junior high and mm-hmm. and yeah. the older grades, and my kids just think that's the greatest. He has a pilot's license. Oh, yeah. And so no, he, he'll tell them stories about his airplane yeah. and... They just think, and what a gift that is to, you know, there's not a lot of male teachers in elementary, and so Mm -hmm. that in itself is fun for them, Mm -hmm. and he's just a great, because that's a tough age, 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th grade. Oh, it's my sweet spot. It is, I know, I know. But it can be. And it's not for everybody, right? It's not. And so that's one of the joys that I have, too, given the flexibility that we have in certain times of the year. For a couple of the local schools, I I got on their sub list now, and I don't ever, oh, shoot, I just said it on the podcast, right? Yeah. But I love to get into local schools yeah. when mm-hmm. I can do that. And yeah. middle school is my sweet spot. And I know yeah. it's hard to staff. And so the, the joy for me of coming, it's different. I, I was going to say the joy. The, the difference is you don't have the relational capital that you have yeah. when you're the normal mm-hmm. teacher who's there every day, yeah. day in and day out. Um, so that part is hard. I would say that for yeah. I don't know if that ex- resonates with your experience Very too. Much. That, mm-hmm. that you just have to kind yeah. of be willing to roll with it and like yeah. that management piece is tricky. It's actually really good, I think, classroom management practice. Oh, yes. Because you have to think on your feet. All the time. All the right. time. Yeah. But the flip side of that is I just get to do the best parts of teaching. I show yeah. up. I've got yeah. content that I'm going to teach. I've got a lesson plan that someone else developed for me. We do the work. And at the end of the yeah. day, if I have time to grade a stack of papers or something like that, yeah. I will if I can. But if I don't, okay, then I also, yeah. that's not mm-hmm. the responsibility for me either, right? And I don't know. There's some joy in right. that for me. Do you do you, do you both think there is something we can do to encourage more subs? Yeah. To enter the profession, I just know a couple admins who will say too that yeah. that yeah. is the hardest part of their job is yeah. to I find think, people. I think it was. I think when I was overseeing TOCs, um, and I, I totally understand why I did this, is that. There was, there was those few people on the top of my list that I would use all the time. And um, that was wonderful. You know, the Mr. Ted's, right? Yeah. The, the Dr. Dave's, like, you know, you like, because yeah, you can breathe easy as, as an admin. But I also think there's something to be said about finding people and, and developing them into mm. that role as yeah. well, right? Yeah. Like, how do you... You know, just even for myself as an admin is like, hey, how do I expand this list? Mm -hmm. And those three go-to people say, no, now what do I do? Right. And so I think there's a benefit for developing teachers, but I think there's a benefit for the learning community Mm -hmm. to take Mm -hmm. some risks. Or even, you know, if you get a, you know, here's Abby DeGroote. She's just graduated from university, but she's never been here. Hey, maybe we invest a couple of half days to just have her in the school working alongside another mm-hmm. teacher for sure. a day or yeah. two so that she just gets an idea of the system. Like, I think the way we did it was you drop your resume off. The first time you hear from me is when you need, we need you in a classroom. Right. Well, how does attendance work? Right. How do, so I just think about that even administratively, like, oh, I could have been way more hospitable, sure. right? Like, sure. here's a come for a day or here's some of the practices and protocols mm. Um, I think it was more like, here's the lesson plan, here's how you do attendance, 
I'll come check on you in a bit. And it's like, ah, oh, that wasn't super, that just wasn't super right. when, I, when, when I did sub, it was much more enjoyable to sub in the places I had student taught, for yeah. example. Oh, sure. Yeah. Well, because right. you're familiar, right? Right, because mm-hmm. I knew some of the kids. There were some familiar faces. Yeah. I knew, like, where things were. Right. I wasn't lost. You're, you're not lost in yeah. the building. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I also just think from a practical level, I just what are we paying our what are we paying our teachers yeah. on call? What are we paying our like? What are we paying our teachers? What are we paying our teachers? But since yes. we're talking about oh. substitute, totally oh. right is yeah is yeah like if we want if we we want to draw good people into our classrooms, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I have to remind myself even as I'm sitting here, and I didn't do this as as a principal, but right, like if I think about again what parents pay for tuition. Mm-hmm. And the amount of then, if there's 20 students in a class, the amount of tuition that's pay, being paid that day by parents oh, to yes. their kids there. Um, it's not they, insignificant. It's not insignificant. And so they, they, parents deserve, and so do those students, to have us have high-quality people in there. And, mm. and it, there's a, to have high-quality people in there costs money, yeah. whether it's for our teachers, like you say, but also for for teacher on call, right? Like that would that would be discouraging to me as a parent to say, oh, like I'm paying literally. At, anyways, at faith based schools, no, yeah, right? Yeah. At faith based schools, we're paying this much tuition, and my child comes home and says, well, I watched a movie all day, or right. we did this, or we did. Yeah. Well, that's that's disconcerting for for a number of reasons. Mm-hmm. So I do think. We need to honor the work of our of our teachers and our t- TOCs in in what we compensate them with. So those are just a couple of things that come to but, mind. But I would say you know, I'm biased, of course, because I love kids and I like hanging out with middle schoolers. And yeah. I mean, I've been a teacher, mm-hmm. right? So, but I would say anybody who is interested, like if you yeah. like spending time mm-hmm. with kids or young people, yeah. you're probably a great candidate. Yeah. To, to serve as, as a sub, right? And but I think that that's an important one not to just gloss over. No, either. Like you have to like because kids. Because I, <laughs> I think sometimes people are in an education who do not and enjoy sadly, that's, children. That's the fact, yeah. right? Or yeah. high schoolers. Right. Or right. whatever age yeah. group. And that's not insignificant. Right. Yeah. They can tell. Yeah. Oh, and for sure. The kids are very savvy. Yes. Right? Yes. But, but I think that that, that that would be my thing, right? If you if you enjoy spending time with young people, yeah. you're probably a great candidate mm-hmm. to, to be a sub. Yeah. And if you would reach out to your local administrator and just say, hey, you know, I'd like to give this a try at least, yeah. I'm sure they will work with you, whatever is mm-hmm. required, to yeah. get you the authorization yeah. you need to do that right. work. Which can be different depending on where you are Absolutely. and what kind Absolutely. of school you're subbing yeah. in. Yeah, right? that's right. Mm-hmm. But it also makes me think, so then my question is, so, hey, you need to love students, mm-hmm. whatever age you, you know, whether it's young adults or, or five-year-olds. From your experience, what what else do you think makes for a successful yeah. TOC day, a successful substitute day? So, yeah, you got to come in loving students, but... it's you, That's not enough. Yeah, totally. Right. So what else would you say to yeah. say... For those thinking about it or those who do it and maybe have struggled with it or it doesn't bring as much joy as they like, mm-hmm. what are some things that maybe they could change or do different to say, hey, here's how you might optimize your time there and make this a more life-giving experience? Yeah. How about for you, Dave? When you go, I know sure. you do it locally. So so some of my go-to strategies, right? Like I, I don't have that built-in relationship with yeah. students, right? Because you're there as a teacher, even a, a teacher on call, you have a level of authority because of your office yeah. just be, when you walk in the door. 
but students will perceive very quickly if you don't have your hands on the reins, yeah. right? And and so I think that's part of it for me. I have to build some rapport with students mm. because I'd rather not have to come in as a disciplinarian well. type, right? Mm-hmm. And so I usually come with a ridiculous story about myself to introduce myself oh, yeah. to them, right? So share and a bit of who you I'm, are. I'm going to tell them a little bit, right? Some self-disclosure mm. for me, but it also establishes like, hey, I'm a credible person to be mm-hmm. to be here, right? Now, it helps because I've had that teaching background, right? If you're coming in as a, as a teacher on call and you don't have that teaching background, you're going to have to have your own story, right? But what's going to build rapport and mm-hmm. demonstrate that you've got the authority to, yeah. to be here? I think that that matters yeah. um, coming in. And then the other piece of it for me is you do have to be willing to keep your hand on the rein too, right? Yeah. Like there's there's things that you have to do to guide and direct mm-hmm. what's happening mm-hmm. in the classroom. And like I don't love the term classroom management just because I'm always wondering like what am I managing mm-hmm. then, right? I'm managing people? Am I managing the work? Am I managing the behaviors? Like what, what am I managing? Yeah. But what I mean by that is, is to say, yeah, you, you do have to manage what's happening in the classroom because yeah. you're the person who's in charge right. here, yeah. even if it's just for today. Yeah. Right. You have to know what's going on. You have to know what's coming next. Right. Right. And so to, to, to show up early enough in the day to ask the yeah. questions yeah. that you have that you're going to need to yeah. have answers for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you have, you would practical advice what you give to someone who's entering a, a classroom as a guest teacher right I think I really like the building rapport I think some sort of puzzle or game mm-hmm. very short right something yep. that doesn't take a lot of time yeah. um, even something silly like you know like you have an attendance sheet but I don't know something with names or something yeah. just to get to know at least who they are make sure mm-hmm. they're not yeah. pulling something or Calling on students by name yeah. is a powerful thing. And, it is. And so to, as much as you can, and I know it's not perfect and you can't do it all the time, especially when you're coming in yeah. for one day as right. a substitute, but if you can call on students by name, I think that goes a long yeah. way. Yeah. Laughter. Yeah. Right? Some sort of generous, personal mm-hmm. yeah, interaction. Um, yeah. And then I think, yeah, some sort of make sure that they understand that you know what you're doing. Right. No. Right. Yeah. yeah so, because a, it can feel chaotic to them. Oh, well, yes. It's, it's unsettling. It is yeah. unsettling. And so for them to have the assurance that this is a credible and competent yes. person yeah. who's in here, right, yeah. to convey that somehow. I, I think about so, yeah, I think about that. Just how do you, you're going to get lesson plans, but how do you plan out even the first 10, 15 minutes? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You know, like I've seen a, a substitute teacher, hey, fold a piece of paper in half, write your name on it. Stick it on mm-hmm. your desk so it, towards the name thing. Put three yep. things right. on the back that are interesting about you. Share one. Right. A, we, we're going to build community with each other, but I'm going to get to know you even though I, the, you may never see right. me again and after th- these six hours. And I think appeal to them as the experts in their class too, yeah. right? Oh, Tell yeah. me what you guys have been doing. Yeah. Tell me what led up to this. Yeah. Great Here's strategy. what we're doing yep. today. Yeah. You know, Tell me how you usually pass things out. Yeah. Tell mm-hmm. me how you usually... Yeah. So that they can feel some ownership. Yeah. And maybe ease their too. anxiety, right? Mm-hmm. It's not just, and I, I think that would be the the worry worrisome. Here comes this person. We're going to do it all my way. That has nothing to do right. with the way you've always done it. It's right. only going to increase mm-hmm. the anxiety. Mm-hmm. Whereas you come in with a posture of like, hey, help me understand mm-hmm. how, it, how it works in here, right? Exactly. I'm not going to establish all these new rules. So it's that balance of it of like, I got to teach who I am. Right. But I'm also a guest in this class. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And so how, what does it mean to be a good guest? And that even posture as a teacher? of partnership uh, with the well, students. For sure. 
Friends, we know that your time is valuable. We want to thank you for joining us today for another hallway conversation. Whether it's this day, this week, or this month, we hope the Lord gives you what you stand in need of. And as you go into this week, we just want to send you with this blessing. May the road rise up to meet you. May the wind be always at your back. May the sun shine warm upon your face. The rains fall soft upon your fields. And until we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a good week. This podcast was literally dreamed up during one of our actual Hallway Conversations. Our music is by Ethan Mulder. Hallway Conversations is created and produced by Matt Beamers, Abby DeGroat, and Dave Mulder. Hey, we have a favor to ask of you. Would you be willing to rate this podcast or write a review in your podcast app? Or if you found this conversation interesting or helpful, would you consider sharing it on your social media? Those things really do help podcasters out, and we would be so, so grateful. Thanks for listening, friends. In praise of substitute teachers. Here we go. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, man. God bless them. Everyone. That's going to be the tag. (laughs) Absolutely.